What is your price to enter a medically induced coma for three years? Or never tell a joke again? Or never drink any liquid ever again except for water? Let's find out. Here to give each hypothetical the dialectical and get reflective on the subjective, we're your hosts, Aaron Rubin Corney and Lindsay Hicks. Also joining us today is a very special guest, comedian Rachel Scanlon. All right, let's go do this and figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. We have Rachel Scanlon here, awesome comedian we've known for a while. She's, uh, I don't know, Rachel, if I'm going to describe you right, but I would like to say you're an accomplished stand-up comedian, writer, podcast host, and all sorts of stuff, right? That sounds, I mean, exactly right. Sounds right? Okay, yes. fair enough. And uh, we know you have a new podcast, I Love You with Rachel Scanlon, that we're all amped about. So thanks for playing the new podcast game with each other. Yes, of course. Thanks for having me on your new podcast. So happy you're here. Yeah, so we're going to play around the sandbox. But of course, the usual disclaimer that Rachel and us are all idiots. We don't know what we're talking about. We are not experts. So uh, sue our producer, not us. Not a medical doctor. No medical doctors are in the house. Just something to note. Wait, I got a degree in Milwaukee, so I don't think that it counts for, for anything. For, for, for nothing of notes. I cannot be held accountable for being educated. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Well, on that weird note, we're now diving right into <laughs> medical stuff just to come in real hot here. Rachel, Lindsay, what's your price to enter a medically induced coma for three years? Wow. A medically induced coma for three years. Can I ask a quick question to clarify on this one before we're going into it? Because I think it will help me personally define something. Is it because something went terribly wrong or is it just because I want to like take a three-year nap? So we had a lot of debate behind the scenes as we were figuring this episode out. And we all agreed that probably makes sense that it's not something bad happened to you, but it is voluntary. So okay. it's something that we haven't seen done before. I I haven't been able to find any examples of anyone doing a medically induced coma for three years where it was voluntary. It's done because of trauma, but this would be like subjecting yourself to actually just being put down for three years. Wow. So this is not trauma induced. This is like, good night. I'll see you in three. Just mm -hmm. a little nap. Here's the thing. When I, the second I heard this question, I would immediately was like, can I decide which three years or is it like, boom, you're going to sleep tomorrow? Oh, like, is it consecutive? Is that what you mean? Or I mean, like, can I take it when I'm 80? Oh, oh interesting. Because yeah. if say I like could be like asleep from 83 to 86, 100%, I'm taking it. And I would make my price a lot lower if I can decide which three years of my life. But if it's like tomorrow, I'm kind of in my prime. You yeah, know? you don't want to waste your hot years in a coma. Let's do the hot years. Oh, the hot years in a coma? It has Let's to be the, do the hot, hot years. years. Let's all dive in in one week. In one Ooh. week from now, we're all taking a little nap. Which you guys don't know this, but I'm the hottest that I have ever been. <laughs> I am like... I have, I'm like so skinny right now. I got a Peloton. I'm, I'm taking nudes weekly at this body. So for, for me to give up three years of the hot bod, I'm going, I'm going six figures plus. Oh yeah. I, I also have to tell you, I recently got a Peloton myself and I mean, it's just a nudes factory over here. Uh, okay. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. 
Can I tell you guys some, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. If you're about to talk about nudes, I don't know, but yes, go ahead. <laughs> no. Can I talk to you guys about my nudes? No, no. Um, yes. The answer is yes, for the record. For the record, Always you can. Yes. yes. As a friend, I'm here for that. It's a safe space. <laughs> the audience can't hear it, but we're all naked right now. So it's it's, it's just the way we ease up on the show. It just makes us more comfortable. So I found some interesting things out about comas. So yeah, there hasn't been anybody who has been in a medically induced coma for a long time like this, just for no reason, which makes sense. But usually it's somebody is deep in a coma and then it's maintained through different medications. But I was reading about it. Your mortality risk is so much higher as soon as you go into it, because from a food perspective, you're being fed a tube, which after 30 days, your mortality risk increases from 18 to 24%. And there's a one-year mortality risk of 50 to 63%. So it's not going to be good for like a year plus with a feeding tube. And there's a lot of diarrhea that comes along with being on a feeding tube. <laughs> oh, let's not even get into the diarrhea. And that's, that's a place I never wanted to go. I mean, I was nervous to bring up bed sores, but now we're already, we went from into like diarrhea to town. Z, Yeah. So I was going to say with diarrhea and bed sores, you have to be turned every two hours by someone to prevent bed sores. The amount of different things that can happen to you with the blood issues, hypertension problems, the mechanical ventilators, all the stuff. You're not just coming out wakey-wakey, time for talky-talky-bakey-bakey. Yeah, it's not like you're waking up in the morning from a slumber. It's like you're you're kind of fucked up after a coma. And you're kind of dealing with like the rehabilitation of learning how to be a not comatose person. I did weirdly watch a documentary about comas because that's the type of gal I am. Wow. And it's actually like there's a weird gray area. We all think we know what a coma is from like movies and like they're touching the hand of their like loved one that was in a car accident and then they like come to it's actually like Aaron is saying it's like it's disgusting and like there are different levels of comas and like vegetative states and I'm just very worried about my vanity you know what I mean like who's trimming my mustache for three years like will my girlfriend hold my hand every single day if not once again the price is going up I need somebody to maintain my hotness for three years Can they, like, put my lifeless body on the Peloton and just, like, force the muscle? Like, can, so I don't wake up and there's just, like, uh, what what muscles do, can you even walk? Can nudes still be taken, like, still bi-monthly? Because if this is the hot years. Yeah, can I, like, give written consent to, like, you can pose me sexily? Yes. And that's genius. (laughs) That would be a good way to get like a like a Patreon going where like you have somebody be your caretaker, but also pose you yes. in your hot ears for that account. It's a very weird OnlyFans. You could still keep the content going, just like a type of Weekend at Bernie's-esque for three years. It's a Weekend at Bernie's inspired OnlyFans account that is as questionable as it is desirable. 100%. Honestly, I would subscribe. I would be a fan. Okay, so we have to pay our annual salary to somebody to be our caretaker medically, somebody mm-hmm. to be our social media mm-hmm. producer yes. while we're doing that. Yeah. Um, ICU costs can be in the thousands of dollars to $20,000 a day. Oh, God. Um, I thought that that was covered with the... We're we're fronting that bill as well. This is going to be a pricey one. This is going to be I don't expensive. think insurance will be down. I, I think if you say to an insurance company, hey, for entertainment, I'm going to take a little nappy poo, they're going to cover that. I wish we could have just done this during, like, the Trump presidency. 
That would have been nice. <laughs> right, right at the transition out into COVID, like yeah. just trying to take it 2019 to now. That now I'll pay you. Now I'm in in debt to do this quick little coma. So you don't care about mountains of medical risks, mortality heightening, and diarrhea mountain if you can no. miss COVID and some of Trump. Yeah, I'll never be able to recover from the trauma of this event. So let me just nap it out. That's fair. Well, I can't. I can't speak for you guys, but I can tell you personally. I'm. I'm feeling. I don't. Know, do either of you have a number in mind yet? I'm kind of shaping one out still. I mean, I'm shaping one out, but I gotta say, I'm going. I'm going astronomical because I. I've also got like, you know, I'm at a, a tender age of how many eggs are even left in there. You know what I mean? I come out of it, and then I'm like, what? My what? My life is over, and I'm in my forties. How do you even date in your forties? A woman. Oh man. So oh, you know, sorry. I, I gotta check of... my privilege. I'm not even I'm not even counting counting eggies. Oh, we're counting eggs over here. We got the basket. So you know, just another thing. Or you could freeze consider. them and then you know, going into this, you freeze them, but I don't know how much that costs annually. It's expensive, it so I'm just gonna tack that on. Yeah, tack it smart. On. Do yeah. you know how much it costs? I have no idea. It depends on who you go to, but if you want a good one, it's like thirty thousand dollars and you have to pay well, I mean you have to pay for them to hold on to it. If you go to a good one, you can also go to a less good one and get it for less. Damn. And they don't even give you another egg. That's just for your own egg yeah. to be cooled. For your own cold egg. It's a rough world it's out there. It's rough out here. I think under the contingency that I'm making money off of the OnlyFans, that would be kind of upkept for the three-year coma. And considering that I assume the amount of comedy content and like jokes that I will get post comatic, comatic, is that comatic event? Post comatic stress disorder. And I'm assuming that I'll hopefully be able to get a, a comedy special out of it called like she's back, bitch, or whatever. Now, now my price, I feel like, will be less astronomical because I like to think that I could find the bright side of the coma experience. And I already have somebody who loves me enough to, like, light a candle every night for by my bedside. So I, I'm thinking that I would go under a million. I'm thinking I might be, like, 800000 because I could put a down payment on a house in, like, the deep valley. It is true for our generation. It's not about avoiding trauma anymore. It's just about the comforts you can create around the trauma. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's got to be the plan. And I could be selling myself short, but once again, this is contingent on the OnlyFans being run by somebody. I think that's fair. Well, I'll hop in. I'm sitting higher than you. I don't think I have anywhere to go after this. I think think I'm likely dead, or I don't think I'm going to do well from it. I'm an Ashkenazi Jew, so I worry about everything killing me. So... Mm. I'm just thinking about what am I leaving behind at this point? And if I have money, I'll have so many medical conditions from it. I'm just planning it out. Every year as a Jew, I just find out new medical things wrong constantly. So I'm going to go a one five Z. I'm going to say $1,500,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. We're very scared people. I mean, when other, what other time are you going to get that much money in three years? I yeah. mean, for laying there. Yeah, like that's going to be a quick one and a half mil. You don't even lift a finger. You don't even have to 
plan anything anymore. You know what I mean? You don't have to go try. You don't try at all. Trying is behind. Those days are behind you. You're now just holding on by a tube. You know what I mean? You're probably <laughs> losing more weight. There's, There's a your chance. comedy special. <laughs> yeah. Hanging on by a tube. That's Three years it. from now, looking at the way housing is, yeah, one five, maybe that'll buy like a 1,200 square foot home. So there's something there. Guys, I'm really looking at this as a real sacrifice of what if I get up from this and my now I can't move my leg? You know what I mean? What if the leg goes or something like that? Or I have a bed sore so bad they have to amputate. Like these are the risks. I could lose a limb. You know what I mean? And I don't want to take that risk at a low price, you know, I want to come out of this knowing that I have put my life and limb on the line and relationship and eggs on the line. So I want to say I come out of this, I've lost a limb and no one will date me. And so I'm just going to be alone with bagel. I'm going to want to be in a really big house. Um, and I'm going to want it to be opulent. And I don't want to have to work anymore because of the, all of the trauma and sadness and would I even be able to focus. So Fair. I'm going to say I need to have probably, if, if I'm living in Los Angeles, like like $10 million. 10 Good for, you know what? Good for you. And good for your eggs and your hot comatose body. Thanks. You know your worth. And, and now I kind of feel like an idiot, but at the same time, what are we going to do here? I need the money. So I'm going in. <laughs> 10 mil. Uh, Rachel, I like that you didn't question the bagel comment, by the way. That's her dog. Yeah, no, that's the cute dog in the back on the bed sleeping. Yeah, that's bagel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Gorgeous. Right. Well, I thought she's like, you know, I'll wake up, I'll have a bagel. <laughs> um, also okay. that, probably. All right. Our lovely producer, Rob, has been polling friends and family leading up to today. And we all love Rob. Uh, we're looking at the results here that he did from the poll. And from our audience, the lowest we saw somebody ask for to do this is $3 million to enter wow. a medically induced coma for three years. The highest was $100 million. And the average across everyone was $55 million. Oh, we no. Re- we really lowballed I, ourselves, guys. I think so. This is this doesn't sound good for my worth here. Because I went... That's like the price of like a fancy car, isn't it? I don't. Can you guys tell I don't understand money? I mean, how much is a car? That that could also be the comedy specials. Like had to do this. Don't yeah. understand money. Listen, I'm here for my good looks. Somebody else will take care of the rest. Um, okay. Well, I think we've learned a lot about ourselves from that first one. Should we move on to the yeah, next? Yeah, that's very. Yes. I feel like I've I've learned a lot about how this works. I yeah. just learned how expensive you are, Lindsay. You did great, Lindsay. I feel like you really crushed that one. Thanks, guys. I mean, now that I know that the high was $100 million, I'm like, I should have asked for more. Hindsight. Listen, live and learn. It's live hard learn. to have hindsight when you're in a coma, but. Taking that with me to this next to this next question. What's your price to never tell a joke again? I think this Whoa. will matter for all of us. But yeah, Rachel, this is, uh, we're hitting you the hardest, I think, right? I mean, yeah. To never... Also, yes, I'm a comedian. I do that for work, money, and fun. But never tell any... Because it didn't say never tell a joke on stage again. It said never tell any joke ever. And joking plays such an important purpose in your 
inter like daily personal lives. We need jokes to like lessen like when you're humiliating yourself or what. I mean, there are so many uses for it, not just my job that I can't. I mean, it would be hard to reinforce. You know what I mean? True, but, but like, also I, like what what is a what is a joke? Is it like setup and punchline only, or is it like little quippies? Is it only things that'll make people laugh? I mean, what if it's a little? It's kind of a bit. It's a bit, but it's not a joke. You know what I mean? It's about intent. Is this all coming down to like you can never intend to be funny again with what you say? You can't never be funny on purpose again. That's harsh. Maybe that's what it is. Is like there's like the sensor on you that can that can just goes in your brain and it makes it so you can never intend to be funny again. You might inadvertently, but you can't intend, but let's pretend it's a magic spell. So no procedure. We're not putting, we're not doing medical again. Honestly, this one is so tough. It's honestly making the coma look pretty fun because that has a time on it. (laughs) That is like, you have, you know, for sure after three years, it's over. You're out. Yeah. But for the rest of your life, because that would change your entire or my entire personality is hinged on being like a gay clown and like it makes life so much more enjoyable to like laugh at things and be like that's also how I find my worth right I'm not like the smartest most best looking person but I am definitely funny so to be like you can't that's it it's over I mean like I have no idea how it function to me it's like almost being funny is so core to personality and career and everything. It's like, I'd probably just choose a new vocation. Like I would account for the costs of like, send me back to school. I'm going to become a doctor of something or like, let me go into something morbid or like serious or like, I like psychology or, you know, like go into that or like computer programming. Just like, I'm not going to make it in entertainment or media if I can't do shtick. You'd have to find the other thing that involves no personality at all. So like it would have to be a job that is not social that could pay you well enough to be happy still without. So there's the costs. Yeah. Of like training for that, right? A couple hundred grand right away just for going back to school. And yeah, unless we're, unless we're pulling a Lindsay here and we need millions, I think a couple hundred K. I mean, well, what if you go for for one location and it doesn't work out? You really need to have a backup. You need to maybe give yourself enough for, Two different programs. You are a highbrow. Well, you know, I'm just covering those bases. I like that. But also, it's like, then your social circle changes. You know what I mean? You may have to even move to a different place that's fancy so that your friends like you for a different reason. Because you have a a pool now. And you have a racquetball (laughs) court in your basement. Oh, hell yeah. That is a reason for people to come hang out with you. Since you're okay, not so it anymore. seems like if you get enough money that your personality can be wealth, mm-hmm. then we can start to make up for monetize, like monetarily, we can make up for the lack of humor. Yeah, you can find you can you can your worth can just be your wealth. I like that. I like that. Also, you you're gonna lose your friends because they're gonna make jokes and you're gonna start crying. Can you think something else is funny? Because sometimes funny people like to be around people that are easily entertained by their I don't know about you, but I I am self-centered. And when they tell a joke, I'm going to think about, hey, I can't and start crying. Oh, I see. I see. Honestly, yeah, that's a good point. Because I think I was also thinking, I'm like, oh, what if I am then like, 
I'm the easiest laugher. You know, I'm always enjoying the humor of other people. But I think there's a part of me that would be like, I can't play. It's like watching basketball. You can't play basketball. Right. Okay. $8 million covers the education, relocation, therapy, uh, vocational uh, coverage in case the new career doesn't work out. I'm saying eight skis. I'm going to say, because I really, my, my angle on this is that extreme wealth will give me purpose. Um, you know, philanthropy, I don't know, I, a place to entertain um, without being funny. So I think I'm going to need probably like not enough money to where I can fly myself to space, but like enough money to where I have really, really fancy cars and really fancy house. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say $200 million. Yeah. Because I want like nine cars because then I can, my cars can be my personality and I can have two pools and then those will be my personality because one's hot and one's cold. And that is a personality choice. Are you going to do a, a swimming pool sized hot tub? Probably. Yeah. That's smart. You're good at this. Don't you want to come hang out at my house now and come drive my, drive my cars, my cool yes. cars? Yes, I do. So I also, we get more hot years with more money. Yep. So you yeah. can stay, you can stay hot for longer and just fill it up, cut it up, suck it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're very good. Thank you. I think so it's much. like it's hard because what I would have to put a price on my career, but also happiness. And that is getting pretty pricey. Because I would want to kind of also like Lindsay, start anew, kind of where people don't know that I'm funny. Because I wouldn't want to look at people and they'd be like, wow, she sucks now. A whole new community of people, friends. So I would have to uproot my whole life. We're talking house, car, moving expensive. So I'd probably go somewhere cheaper, which is helpful for the price coming down, right? Maybe we go somewhere in the Midwest, you know, four seasons. I'm completely restarting my life as someone who is, I don't know, hot, rich, not funny. Like, you know, sometimes rich people are just kind of like, they just kind of sit back and like, I don't know, like jingle coins in their pocket and like show you pictures of Ferraris. I don't know a lot of rich people, but I'm assuming this is the type of rich person I would be. So that would cost a lot of money to get the wealth and then forget about my old life. I think I'm going like $1 billion. Ooh. Ooh, she's going to be jingling some coins in those pockets. It would have to be so much money that I would not look back fondly on who I used to be. And that's life-changing money. So we're talking billion. Boom. I get it. I hear it. I like it. I just got the results here from our producer, Bobbert. Uh, He says, let's see, the highest value that anyone got pulled to never tell joke again was $10 million. 10? The high end. Wow. The low end was $200,000. So that puts our average... At $4.5 million across Jeez the board. Louise, that is a low amount of money. I'm literally shocked. I just feel like I'm not, I'm not in tune with the people. You know what I mean? I'm all over the place. <laughs> these pe- these people, we're very different from the people. There's a lot to be said about the fact that the average to be put in a coma for us was, yeah, tell- never telling a joke again was more serious to us than entering a coma. 
I gotta say, I do love naps. I love to like wake. <laughs> like I have no qualms with just checking out midday. Also, part of my allure, low price of the coma was that like, what if I get funnier after that? So, <laughs> yeah, you've got a whole special coming out of it, hanging on by a tube. Like it's, it, which is going to be a big deal, right? This is like, like it's going to be an instant classic, a hundred percent. So that's also, that's also part of it. I'm also part of it for me that I didn't say was that like, what if I come out of it like really skinny? That I like, you know, what if like all that getting flipped around gave me abs somehow? And I'm just like, I've only eaten tube food and been, and I have abs and I'm really extra thin. You know what I mean? That's just something I was thinking about too, that I didn't, didn't say out loud, but it was, I'm glad I did. I like where your head's at. Just a perk. Okay. Question number three. What is your price to never drink any liquid again, except for water? Only water ever again for the rest of your life. So if you're trapped, let's you're trapped in a desert or like a Saharan or a jungle situation where you gotta, you gotta, you gotta drink your own urine to survive one of those survivalist things. You're just done. Right. Well, what if, if it's you not filter, water, what if you filter your pee so then it becomes water? Would you that, be stranded in a Saharan desert, but with a? Yeah, I would. I would fold my shirt over many, many times and just filter it through over and over and over again until my pee became water. I think that's how it works. I don't know. I've never had to do it before, but I imagine <laughs> if I just put my pee through my shirt lots and Enough lots of times, times, then it'll become water. <laughs> I've never imagined you doing that. And uh, thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Anytime. I think but like, I mean, if it turns into water, then you can't drink it legally with this horrorful wish or whatever this is. I think. But isn't, it, isn't it true that all water was probably pee once? Oh, no. Yeah, the Earth is a closed system. I mean, somewhere in your body is moisture that was in Hitler. Boom. You guys are blowing my mind. Because I guess I'm like, where does it come from? It's all just recycled, three-filtered over and over and over again water. Well, I prefer to think about all this ocean water and not piss water. You shouldn't drink the ocean water because it's salt water and you cannot drink that water. That's what I've been doing wrong. It oh. will make you die. <laughs> got it. So we're going to do it. this. We're going to do this first world edition and we're going to say, you're not going to have any problems. You're just out. You're having a, a nice meal. You're in a nice Italian restaurant. You're enjoying yourself. You got a little spaghetti, a little okay. sauce, a some little bread. Gabagool. Um, you get there in your Ferrari. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And uh, everyone around you is having a glass of wine. What's it worth to you to have water? Oh, I see. Oh, uh, you guys, I don't even, I don't even drink alcohol. So I'm pretty in the clear with this one. I have like not in years too. who knows, but I'm so good at not drinking alcohol that this makes actually my easiest question for me. However, I'm a pop freak. So it would be like giving soda? up. soda? Yes. Like what like kind? Sugar-free orange crush. It's. It's on. It's unbelievable. There's like in a can you can get it at Ralph's, and there's nothing in it, and it tastes just like orange pop, and it will rock your face pretty hard. Have you ever had a limoncello? I don't fuck. I mean, I. You mean like the Lacroix? Don't tell me you don't. 
No, limoncello. It's like a, a sweet lemon drink. Don't you dare tell me you don't fuck with limoncello, by the way. I won't have Wait, that. I've never... Where, like, does it come... Do you crack it? Or is it like you drink it out of a you straw? You twist it. You twist it. Don't limit yourself, Rachel. There's I other need ways to, to have consume this. beverages. I, I feel like... Yeah, this question is, like, too easy for me because, like, I am a freak for water. Like, look at my skin. You guys can see me. I'm, like, fully hydrated. You are... Yeah. yeah. You are... Yeah. I don't even need to so, use lip chap ever because I'm wow. like the most. You've seen me drink like what? I fucking I drink a hundred ounces of water a day. I track it on my phone. I am like pissing clear constantly. Wow, like, I'm a hydrated bitch. So I would be much more challenged to not have water. But like, I don't know. There, when you can't say anything, I'm like, can you? Can I drink a milkshake? Like a malt? No, you can only have water. I don't know about you guys. I just remembered coffee. Oh, that's rough. That is a bit of love there. But you could kick the addiction. Because then what do you do in the mornings? Yeah, what do you do? Can you have, you can have a hot water. You can have a water that's warm. You could have iced, ice, ice water. If you're extra warm, but that's. Could you have a, could you have carbonated water? You could do that. So you could get a soda stream and some ice cubes and a kettle and you can party. Can you have LaCroix then? If you can do pop water, you can do LaCroix. No flavors. Let's let's say no flavors. Just the bubbles. So like So you can't do LaCroix because it's got all that stuff in it. But you can do like Perrier and Topo Chico. Yeah, you can have Topo Chico. You can't do no Topo Chico's got a lot of minerals and sodium in it. But <sighs> so does a lot of different waters. There's mineral water. Well, you guys you guys are alcohol drinkers. I don't really drink alcohol much. I love alcohol. When I was a drinker, I was like I couldn't, I'm like, there's no, why would you drink water? It wasn't until that I realized like, oh, water's lit. I had no idea. But when, when you are a drinker and you're like, you can't drink anymore, then it seems like the price would climb pretty high because the social aspect is like pretty nice. Yep. Going out. I'm actually really excited to see what the audience poll will show because I think a lot of people like their, like their sauce. It's less about the sauce for me. But I do, I do love the occasional and I do mean occasional. It's more to me about every morning. There's nothing more thrilling and exciting and comforting and wonderful than a matcha latte with milk, M-A-L-K. That's almond milk. Oh, you like that uh, milk brand? I love it so much. I literally would marry it. Oh my God, um, good for you. You found something you really enjoy. I found something I like. I love that for you. A matcha latte with a milk, all in my, steam it up. Oh my God. It's it's the highlight of my day, if I'm honest. Um, you know how to treat yourself. I do. I have a whole, I have a special little bowl. I've got my whole little thing. It's like whole process. And giving that up would be very sad to me. Very sad indeed. I take bagel on a walk with with the matcha, you know, that's the whole part of the morning thing. So I, I, that would be very, very hard. I, w- I would have a harder time giving that up than the booze, honestly. Mm-hmm. Is it weird that to me, I'm thinking about the value of coffee and caffeine and thinking a house kind of subs it out? Like having a house would make you feel less sad about never having coffee again? Yeah, like I'm just trying to think about where I where I place the cash value. And I'm like, okay, I don't need anything great. But like, if you were to tell me that you'd give me $850,000 to never drink coffee again or soda, I think I would take it. Yeah. There are some really good drinks that 
like tie into celebrations and per like the diet Coke from McDonald's. We all know it, it just hits in such a particular way that you're saying, I'm never going to have that happiness again ever. Yeah. Baja blast. A- you're not going to blast Ooh. anymore. Rachel, I'm not sitting down to introduce you to the refined palate that is required to enjoy a limoncello. I'm like needing to go get a limoncello. You need one right now. Where is it at the store? Yeah, it's like San Pellegrino. We're going to wrap this question right on up with a little Google at the end and find out where we can get Rachel. We're popping over to the Vons. We gotta. Are we (laughs) gonna? Um, okay, I, I gotta say, uh, to it's like I need comfort for comfort. If I'm giving up the comfort yeah. and joy of my matcha latte in the morning and, you know, the occasional fine wine in the evening, which I do get a lot of joy out of in the times I do it, um, that's pricey. That's giving up comfort. That's also giving up a thrill. So I ha- would have to replace that with comfort and thrill, which I would get out of a home and... You know, maybe space to have more dogs because they do give me thrill and joy. So, dog farm would isn't doesn't come cheap. Um, you know, there's medical bills for all the dogs. There's all the fancy food they're going to get. There's toys. There's just trainers. It goes trainers, agility training. You know what I mean? Right. Having that course set up in the backyard that's not cheap. Um, all the dog beds, so many dog beds, dog outfits. Um, so I think. Uh, I'm going to have to go for a dog farm with all that stuff and to run it for years and years and years for the rest of my life. Oh man, that's going to be, it's going to be $15 million. Wow. To effectively run a dog farm. Well, a dog, a dog, uh, you know, sanctuary more like. God, the the dog farmers of America are going to be writing us emails. I hope so. I like it. You always set the bar high because I, I appreciate that about you because your comfort to you is worth 15 million. And like, that is the mark of somebody who like takes care of themselves and know their worth. My first instinct was like 50 bucks. And that's sad for me. I got to really work on that. It's too low. But I'm, I'm like, if we're giving up like hot chocolate when you're ice skating, coffee every morning, you know what I mean? Like all of the fun like popcorn at a movie, sipping on a Sprite. Ooh. The devastation of picturing myself washing down popcorn with flat water <gasps> makes me want to oh. borf. Yeah, that's like, just... That feels like it should be illegal. That's like they, they do that to you in like a Russian prison. Yeah, there are just certain things that like need a certain drink with it. You know what I mean? That you can't replace with because then it makes water taste like shit like if i never knew then then i would be like yeah water's the best so i don't know i i feel like i'd have to go to give up all those things for once again the eternity is so daunting to be like forever it's a lot for the rest of my life and watching other people drink it and then i'll just be like no thanks i'm cool i'm gonna have to try to like forever it would have to be enough for yeah, like what other happiness that would be better? I'm like, a new laptop isn't enough, but it sounds like, I don't know, I'd probably do it for like $10,000, you guys. Yeah, but you, new laptops forever. Lindsay, she hasn't had limoncello. She doesn't know what she's saying. I don't saying. even know what I'm missing out on. Yeah, I guess I would go kind of cheap on this one. Because I, but for the rest of my life, let's say I've got 50 good years left. 
10,000 a year, that's not enough. Times 50, what are we at? 500,000? What are we talking, half a mil? I'd go half a mil. I'd go half a mil. Okay. Aaron, did you give us your number? Did you give us yours? Yeah. Yeah, 850K. 850K. Okay. 850K. Clean, clean, clean. So clean. The audience is saying that the highest, they would want $3 million. Damn. At the lowest, they would want $300,000. So it puts our average at $1.5 million inside there. I mean, clearly these people don't like coffee and wine. Yeah. Or sorry, matcha lattes. Meticulously crafted each morning. With milk. With milk. All right. The three of us have to come to a consensus. We have to choose one of these three. Put yourself into the coma for three years. Never tell joke again. Or never drink liquid again except for water. Which one do we have to do? This is like a would you rather. Mm. I think it's a no-brainer. But same. It's the it's the drinking, right? It's the water. It has to be. But also because I get a dog sanctuary out of it. And that to me is like, that's the best. That's definitely. You get your dog farm. And we're happy. And we're hydrated. Yeah. And hydrated will be beautiful forever. And it's like, of the other two, it's like, I feel like my mental health will fare better in this situation. Physical health will fare, like. Yeah. It's an all around win. If anything, we're getting better. Like we're getting, water is so good for you. And we're going to look like sexy babies until we die on our house, rich ass houses. Yeah. Or with our fancy forever computers, you know? Yeah, exactly. Rachel, you might not know it, but at the end, we like to give out some awards. We like to see who's the cheap Charlie. We like to see who's the big spender. Lindsay, do you want to do the honors? I do. And, and boy, is it an honor. Um, so the cheap Charlie award is, uh, $10,350,000. And that goes to Aaron. Congratulations, Aaron. Cheap Charlie. Congratulations. You know, just a little 10 mil ski. I'm a little cheapy, little cheapy baby. <laughs> little cheapy baby. Um, all right. And we're then, adding it all up. Yeah. Who spent the most? Okay. Our big spender award for this episode is $1,300,000. And that goes to Rachel. I feel very good right now. Surprisingly good. It's that one billion really took me far. We know you're rolling in the bajillions, Rachel, with the work you do, but while you're still out there doing the hustle anyway, because you just love what you love, what you got going on? You want to promote anything? You want to talk about it? Where do we find you? Let, let, let people know about you. You know, in two days, I'll be opening for Irene too at UC Riverside. So if you're in that area and you want to see me do stand up, I'll be there on the 19th. Otherwise, you can follow me at Rachel Safety, R-A-C-H-E-L-S-A-F-E-T-Y. I also have a brand new podcast called I Love You with Rachel Scanlon. You can get it on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you live in LA, I do shows all the time. And then keep up with me when I'm on the road and listen to my stuff. <laughs> I'm so gay and funny. The two best things a person yeah. can be. I agree. In my, in my humble opinion. <laughs> this was great hell yeah bye guys bye and we're back and actually rachel stuck around to help shame me a little is that fair to say i live to shame a man hard same when i was saying limoncello i was wrong uh limoncello is of course uh uh, a lemon flavored uh liqueur and everyone yelling at me from your side of the listening devices you were all right i was thinking of orangina Oh, you mean orangina. It's pronounced orangina. 
We all know that. I'm so sorry for misleading you. Well, I haven't forgiven I you this. quite yet. It's going to take me some time. Um, do you want to hear a really fun fact about Orangina and the thing that I connect or sorry, Orangina to in my brain? Thank you. Um, yes. Do you remember the band Creed with arms wide open? Of course. And the lead singer. One of the best bands of all time. Oh, man. Just. Hit after hit. Yeah. They couldn't stop dropping hits. Scott Stapp got in big, big trouble because he threw a bottle of Orangina at his girlfriend. Oh, no, his wife. At his wife's face. And she feared for her life. And so it was a whole thing. Scott Stapp was in a lot of trouble. And I don't think that that marriage worked out. But I won't fact check that. Does Orangina... Gina change our whole discussion. I guess it's too late now to go back and change, but I still stand by it being a very important factor. You might have to go back and just dub over the part where you said it. Just with like, Not doing that. <laughs> or Gina. Or Gina. Gina. All right. Thanks for hanging out for the outro. We, we enjoy a little shame, a little shame hangout. Obviously a huge fan. I appreciate you guys having me. Great podcast. Hell yeah. Bye guys. Holy heaven. Rachel Scanlon. What an amazing guest. Thank you so much, Rachel. That was fun. No, that was great. Bizarre. Special. So next week, we're going to be talking about rhymes, weed, and zoos. Controversial. So excited about it. And then our guest is going to be Mike Glazer, who is just a precious glitter unicorn from the planet. Cool. I can't top that. You have some hot takes on <laughs> zoos. I'm ready. Oh, Ready to hear the it. takes are spicy. Want to play along? Let us know your worth. We're always putting up new polls over at humanvaluespodcast.com. While over there, you can also sign up for our newsletter for reminders, updates, and all sorts of fun shenanigans. As always, you can find this week's and past episode transcriptions on the Human Values website. Again, that's humanvaluespodcast.com. If you recommend Human Values to someone on Instagram and tag at humanvaluespod, Maybe we'll choose you for our weekly shout out. And thanks for listening. We're your hosts, Lindsay Hicks and Aaron Corney. Special thanks this week again to our guest, Rachel Scanlon. Human Values is a human content production. Our lead producer is Rob Goldman. Our producers are Shanti Brooke and Aaron Corney. Our editor is Nick Agich. And our music is by Omer Benzvi. Lindsay, we did it. Another episode. We did a little potty. 